It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Online at InThisLeague.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Interact and follow the show on Twitter at InThisLeaguePod. Now, here's your hosts, Bogman and the Welsh. What's up? It is episode 249 of the In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast week. 22. Ready? Ready? Bogman, ready? are you ready? Welsh just did that to me six times before. Are you ready? Are, are you, you ready? ready to record? Are you ready? Listen. Ready? Are you ready? Are, are you ready, are you ready to Can talk about Shohei Otani a lot? Because we'll do that. Uh, I am Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. We are in this league. In this league.com, patreon.com slash ITL Army. Don't let baseball. And your love and passion for the game slip through your fingers in this offseason. Because we will be here over on the Patreon, in our group me rooms, doing comedy secret shows, and I will be doing stuff over at Prospect One. Be with your boys that get you through your mundane, probably relatively horrible lives that we look at. Well, I'm just saying, I'm not saying your life is horrible, but I'm saying that you probably look at most of the pieces of it. Unless you're a dummy, you probably judge some of the stuff in your life and you're like, this is a relatively uh, crappy life I have. Right? Uh, oh, is that I just mean, me? I'm just uh, <laughs> just talking personally. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not going to get into that. Hey, I hope everyone's uh, week is going well. So, <laughs> And you're still enjoying baseball. And uh, don't listen to anything the Welsh says. He's totally wrong about your life. And you have a family, probably, like I do. Totally. Even if the Welsh says you don't. Yeah, you have a family, just not at your house. You you got cats. You you're you're a cat daddy. I have a little family. Yeah, uh, they've been chasing moths recently. A moth got in here. It's lived for like three days. It shows up like once a night, and they just lose their mind. Whose nickname it. is that, by the way? Cat daddy. Cat mm. daddy. That's, now that's the uh, dance that Kate Upton does. Okay. Well, there's actually, apparently there's a song, Cat Daddy, starring uh, Chris Brown. I feel like that should be your nickname. Someone do a thing, no. Cat Daddy with Bogman. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. See results, Cat Daddy. What's the world's most no, encourageable just look up cat? Kate Upton, Cat Daddy. No, I I know. 
I'm well aware of that. Bogman and I were doing some research before the show Mm -hmm. that would be interesting research. A much better show than we're gonna do right now. (laughs) Way better of a show. I go on Instagram, look up Erica Fett. I taught Bogman something that he didn't know. And uh, research will be had. He is very excited about it. But yeah, search Erica Fett. So let's get this over with, right? Let's go. <laughs> so we'll talk about uh, your questions over at the ball bag. We are just, uh, it's not even the dog days. It's just the, the final run here. Only a couple more episodes. Wow, Bob, a couple more episodes. Yeah, it's, uh, I think after this, we're down to like six episodes. Wow. So. Well, in one of those final ones, uh, we will be recruiting from the ITL Army to do our uh, early, 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 super early mock draft. So if you guys want to check that maybe out. Maybe we should uh, do that as a slow draft. Maybe we recruit uh, this week. Maybe that's what happens. I like that. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So okay. Uh, if you want to get a, a chance at that, be, uh, you know, a lieutenant or higher in the army. So, oh, and if uh, baseball if one person, we'll do that. But how about if one person, when listening to this, signs up, that person immediately goes into the early mock. Boom! First come, first served on that. Yeah. So. so first person that signs up as a lieutenant that's not already, that person gets to go in. Otherwise, we'll just you know do our usual routine and we'll get some people in the mock draft. The early slow mock draft and we'll be doing an episode breaking all that stuff down so lots of stuff that's going down a lot of playoffs are happening though all of my yahoo leagues uh playoffs are going on right now what's a yalu a yalu yalu that's it's what happens when you search erica fett before the episode it's all a problem so they're going okay uh dynasty and three sport swimmingly Mm, bourbon league uh things took a turn for the worst but it's still only wednesday we still got plenty of time box mm. we'll be okay okay we're gonna be okay uh, yeah roto i'm uh terrible i'm barely gonna skin into the playoffs in my home league champs league i'm still in first and yeah. i've been bouncing between first and second the last couple weeks uh and um nl only entry league um uh, i'm doing fairly solid in. so here's what i can tell you all zero shares of shohei otani i, have. I only had the one I only had the one, and I'm 16th in the Crybaby Roto League out of 20. So. <laughs> that was the one that you had him in? <laughs> yep. Doesn't matter to me. I'm nope. out, obviously. Does not matter. So, Shohei Otani, we got the news today. I don't. We were actually recording a basketball podcast, which, by the way, ITL Basketball is back. And it's back! I look down as we're, uh, we're, I think we were like pre-talking you know, talking before the episode, and I go, Bogman, Shohei Otani is being suggested for... Tommy John surgery. There and is then damage. What did he do after you said that, by the way? I don't know. You, do? He went and hit two homers in one game. That's what he does. Let me. <laughs> okay. Are you looking at his numbers? No, I'm not. How many homers do you think Shohei Otani has this year? Well, I know what he has because he passed. Uh, now he has 17. It probably says 15. No. You're looking at 18. So, he has. 18. Okay. He has 18. So they didn't count the one from last night. 18 but, homers. So he's hit uh, three in the last couple days, or I guess uh, four now because he's at 14. But he uh, is now the only player. It's him, and guess who the Welsh? Babe Ruth to throw for 50 innings in a year and hit 15 homers in the same year. That's a pretty good stat. Yep. Only 100 years apart, right? Yeah, I mean, not that far, but close, you know. Game changed a little bit over those 100 years, huh? 
Yeah, it sure has. So okay. just just making sure. I it's mean, still only one guy. To be fair, Babe Ruth at least you know could stay on the mound. Otani can't. Oh, uh, that would be a fair thing. Over the last month, Shohei Otani as the, a batter has ranked as a top 100 player. Seven homers, 16 runs, 18 RBIs, four stolen bases over the last month, and hit 345. I got to be honest with you. When I visually saw that he had 20 homers, I was shocked. And what's so brutal about this? I said all of this stuff was possible as a hitter for Otani in the preseason. We did all these episodes. I'm not trying to do the touty thing, Bogman, but I did say, like, I think all of these things are possible. He's going to overpass the plate appearances on all the projections. I think, you know, this, that, and the other thing. The problem is, is his pitching is an absolute disaster, and it only got worse with the Tommy John stuff. And I think... I don't remember if we talked, if it was on Sleeper on the Bus when we went on or you and I were doing it with the Gardner, but the whole idea that like, I wonder if the Angels are going to take a step back and look and just say, hey, listen, I really don't think this guy is going to be able to hold up doing both of these things. Like, obviously this could be just an adjustment coming over to, uh, you know, American ball. This could be a lot of things. There's a lot of different factors, but at the end of the day, seeing the success that he can be doing one or the other they're going to have to take a hard look and say, is this other thing hurting the other one? And just at the end of the day, they're just battling each other out, and he'll never be able to get his full potential. As a pitcher, 51 innings, almost a 11K per nine, a 3-3 ERA with a 4-2 and record. Both of what he did is really impressive. I just don't know if he'll ever be able to hold up. And now the uh, Tommy John stuff, what are they going to do? He's still rocking as a hitter. But if he has he's, Tommy he's John, gonna he's gonna done Tommy for a year. Do you think he's gonna actually yeah, have it after this year? I thousand percent. Yeah, as soon as have the they season confirmed ends, it? have they said it? No, they haven't. They haven't said anything. But as uh, they want, pitchers are harder to come by than hitters. That's why pitchers make a ridiculous amount of money. You know, all those uh, outside of the huge, huge batters, uh, it's you know mediocre pitchers make tons of money. Uh, so uh, I, I think this think- could go the way of Tanaka. This exact same thing was with Tanaka, where they're like, "He's going to have Tommy John." They're just waiting, no, and it never did. No, it, it was he. He was never recommended to have Tommy John surgery. Now mm. they could go get a second opinion, and this person could say, "Well, you don't need Tommy John surgery. You need to wait it out." And if that's the case, then uh, he's not going to have Tommy John surgery. But if he gets a second opinion, and they say, "Yeah." new damage to the UCL. You should probably get this if you want to pitch again. A hundred thousand percent because hit pitchers are harder to come by. And, uh, you know, they don't need a guy to hit 20 homers. So that's guys like that, uh, can do that in double a. So that, you know, they can't do it in steel and and not as well. What are they doing then right now? What, what, what's the point of doing any of this then right now? Like they're saying, I agree with you. Let them have it next week. Well, yeah, Epler, they're just like, ah, he's not sure if he's going to do it. Um, he comes out and has a statement flipping game. A, this is a statement ass game to go and drop two bombs doing the Shohei Otani thing. What was he? He was four. Was he four for four or four for five? I'm looking here. No, four for four, a walk, two homers, four runs, three RBIs. Hey, guess what? I'm also going to steal a base on your dumb asses because that's just what I feel like doing. Otani had an insane game the day he's recommended. For Tommy John surgery, that is a statement upon statements. I'm very confused, and I get your logic behind the idea of what they do with a pitcher, but why even let him go out? They want to like 
make him feel good, go have a good hitting game. If he has Tommy John, probably sell tickets at the end of the year. To be honest with you, he's going to miss nine yeah. months as a hitter. This uh, Miguel Sano, yeah. Alex Kirilov, multiple twins, whatever uh, prospects and and guys have had Tommy John surgery. The guy, if he does it right now, what the hell is it? Maybe he can come back in May or June, and that's as a hitter. What expense is that going to have on pitching? That this could set the guy back to not being able to pitch till mid two thousand twenty. Why even yeah. go that route? Just just make the full commitment. I'm confused at this. I wish there was better explanations on it. If they I want him to win AL Rookie of the Year. I think it makes him a disaster of a fantasy option now. As much as it, positivity I talked, no part of him I want. It's between him and Miguel A. from the Yankees, right, for AL Rookie of the Year right now. Miguel and you are hard. Oh, I was like, what, who are you I didn't know who you were talking about. I was like, what are you even Miguel saying to me? And you are uh, uh, not going to win the rookie of the year because Otani just hit four bombs. So it's between those two guys. I think that's what they want. He's and a lock, after, though. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think he's a lock. Not with the way if, if, if Otani hits pitched. like. Oh, you think you think Otani's a lock? Oh, right? I think Otani is a lock for rookie. I don't of the know year. if 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 Andy, if if they do surgery, Anywar gets to thirty homers. Which what is he at? I mean, he'd Where's have Anywar right now. That's twenty two, twenty three. Anywar, Miguel, Anywar, Miguel, and with the, the, the Dotty thing. How many homers? He is twenty three homers, hitting two ninety seven. 74 runs, seventy six RBIs in four hundred and ninety one at bats. Shohei Otani. Almost half the at-bats with only five less homers, obviously less runs and RBIs. He's got the stolen bases, and he's hitting two eighty seven. Then throw on that the guy has pitched 50 innings with a 3-3 ERA. This is a lock of a rookie year for Shohei Otani. And you're probably right. You know what? You might be right here. Maybe there's some incentive bonuses. Maybe it's just about making the player happy, which they obviously are doing because they allowed him to play both of these spots. At the end of the day, all of what's happening right right now with Otani leads me to think that the team doesn't even know the true direction they have with this player and the confusion around this I don't like any part of. It is incredible to see how exciting the idea of two-way players are and to see what a disaster this is turning into, but we don't know is the correlation of the injuries due to playing both spots or is this an isolated It's just incident? a pitching. I mean, it's just it's a pitching thing. They said he had UCL damage when he came over, and you know it just progressed and became worse. Sometimes I think you know Spore kind of mentioned this early in the year. Like, of course, every pitcher is going to have some degree of UCL damage. It's not natural to go out and throw a ball as hard as you can a hundred times a day every five days. So uh, it, it's just not a natural thing that happens. So every single pitcher is going to have some type of arm damage from all the work and innings and stuff that they put in their arm. But it's just you know there was no way to know that this was going to turn into you know, uh, Shohei Otani having, uh, needing Tommy John surgery. How I excited mean, is Yahoo, by the way? They're like, oh, this is great. We can go back to one Otani. We don't have to do the work again. <laughs> well, also, isn't Yahoo, aren't they the ones that, uh, reported the scout that said that, uh, Shohei Otani is basically a high school hitter? So I think so. Um, yeah. And said that he's not going to be a two way player anyway or whatever it was. So, uh, I, I don't know about all that. But I just think that, like I said before, you know, pitching is much harder to come by than hitting, and they know that they can do the Tommy John surgery, work him back as a hitter for next season, and in 2020 he can ramp up to pitching again and uh, possibly still be a two-way player. If he had surgery this month, he could come back eight months would be May, and that's as a hitter. And that's probably 
like really early. So, and this is just right. hitting. I just, I don't know, man. None of, none of it matters. Uh, if you own him, you just keep putting him out as a hitter while he's just absolutely raking. I just think, that, and the thing I can't get over in this conversation, and there's no true answer because I don't think the Angels know, Otani doesn't know, there's nothing to be had here. But when you see this guy dominate like that as a hitter, imagine if this is just what he was doing. Imagine if this is what, the commitment that he could have because these are just impacting each other to a level that is going to continuously keep him off the field. Is is it the best for the team? Is it the how, best for Otani? Well, let me ask you this. Uh, even a bigger than Otani discussion, how about all the guys that have been getting some two-way run down in the minors after being drafted? Is all that going to stop now because Otani uh, tore up his elbow and needs Tommy John? No, I, I mean, I don't think other teams are necessarily going to go the, that route. I mean, uh, here's the other deal, though, that's it's interesting you say that, is other teams, they're working side-by-side side through this entire process. Brandon McKay is the obvious uh, guy that we're talking about here. Like, that's the guy that the team is babying this entire process through. Also interesting, as we are coming into this era of the opener, and that could be a role, I mean— you know, you you see what the Tampa drafted another guy named Tanner Dodson, who I think is from Cal, who was an outfielder uh, slash pitcher and a really good outfielder, too. If they're going to start taking these guys, I think that's the way that you might actually make this work is if you put these pitchers out there three or four innings to start a game, you cap them at 75 pitches and then you can get them out hitting a decent amount. The teams are controlling these guys early on where Otani is just thrown into this season. We don't know what the workload was the four or five years, how this truly went against their body. I think we're two to three years of data away from knowing is this going to be a long-term option, but teams are still exploring it. The Reds have... Kind of, um, oh boy, I don't know what they would do, especially with the injury that just happened to Hunter Green, but they kind of told Hunter Green that him playing shortstop is not out of the question, or him hitting is not out of the question. So there's a lot of guys that are sitting, still sitting out there that might get that opportunity to be two ways. There's a doctor that I follow on uh, on Twitter, and he just tweeted out, his, uh, David J. Chow. What do you say? <laughs> is it Pepper? <laughs> no, no, I, I do like a Dr. Pepper, but uh, it says uh, you know, Bob Nightingale tweeted out Shoyo Otani goes four for four, two homers, and three RBI uh, since Angels announced he needs Tommy John surgery. Can you imagine what he'd do if he was healthy? And Dr. Chow says would be the same. A torn right ulnar collateral ligament does not bother a left-handed batter. In fact, if Otani wanted to be just a hitter, he could avoid Tommy John surgery altogether. It's Dr. Chow from uh, from. Uh no, that's Leslie Chow from. That's not Doctor Chow. That's Doctor Ken playing Leslie Chow. Yeah, Doctor Chow from. Uh, not Doctor Chow. What's the Mister Chow? What's the show? The Hangover. No, that's there's the a Hangover, and then there's yeah. the show, the 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 college show, with Chevy Col- Chase. The show, the college show, and uh, the guy that Chevy everyone Chase. hates from E News, who used to be on the soap. Community. The soup. Yes, Community. Thank you, Childish I'm, Gambino. How was I going to get there? He's Chang in that. He's not Chow. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, I mean, the different names. All right. So. Yeah, I know. You're, you're totally right. So <laughs> Shohei Otani, it's a big disaster. Uh, you just roll with the punches. But obviously, the implications are really big. And like I said, I'm, um, I'd am i really want my hands washed of it. But the problem is, is, especially in dynasties, people have already made their commitment to it. Otani is going to be really obnoxious to still try to acquire in Dynasty. Like, I just, I wouldn't do it. Like, I can see people out there, like, what people do with Otani now is being like, well, now he's available if you want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I have no interest in acquiring him until the team gives some, 
real clarity. Tell me we're going to continue just throwing him out as a two-way player for the next couple of years while he rehabs, or we're going to give him a full commitment at one spot. I just want to know what I'm in for, and I don't feel like I know what the hell is going on with Otani right now, and it makes me uh, makes me feel all uh, all uncomfortable inside. <laughs> just on the inside? Just on the inside. Did you see Trevor Story's night? I saw he hit a 505-foot bomb. How about three homers? Jeez, is that good? That's pretty good. Trevor Story, uh, three homers, 31 homers on the season. What a damn story that dude has been this uh-huh, year. Oh, I see what you did. Oh, story, even, Trevor Story is... I didn't even like try to do it. Before this, because uh, Yahoo hasn't updated, he was a number three shortstop on the season. On the season, the 12th overall player, he now is going to be tied for homers with Francisco Lindor, and I believe that should take him number uh, two. Yeah, tied second. Manny Machado is the only other guy that might have qualifications, but he surpassed uh, Javier Baez. Trevor Story, though. I mean, we knew it was in there because he did it before, and then last year he was such an unbelievable letdown. How about this debate in our book, if we do the book uh, next year, Boggs? Trevor Story versus Javier Baez. Oh, that's a good one. I like it. Yeah. How many stolen bases does Trevor Story have? 25. Trevor Story has 25 swipes? He has 25 stolen bases. Four more. You want to know something? Is this, am I going to tell you this is a real thing? Yeah. He is the tied for third in all of baseball at shortstop in stolen bases. Turner has 35. D. Gordon has uh, 30. Tim Anderson and Trevor Story have 25. Damn, I didn't know. I I didn't like, either. I knew it was up there. I thought it was like fifteen to twenty. I didn't know it was twenty five. Yeah, thirty one homers. He's got a shot at going twenty five or thirty thirty. Yeah, he definitely does. He probably get there too. Trevor Story is incredible. Okay, Javier Baez or Trevor Story next year. Mm. Both got to be top twenty five, right? What's the what's the batting average on those guys again, dude? Well, uh, Trevor Story is up to two ninety nine. As of like when we're recording this, he's three for three. God. Javier Baez is two ninety seven. <laughs> what the hell? Um, <laughs> the only difference is Baez has got more RBIs, but not a ton after this game, and uh, runs. Uh, Baez has got go, about twelve. I'm gonna go with Trevor Story because you still want the Colorado guy, and we've seen him do it. This is the second year he's performed at the top level, and this year was Javier Baez's first year. So I, I'm not doubting that they could both do it. Uh, again next year, or they could both totally fall off next year. If I had to pick one, I guess I'd go with uh, track record a little bit in Trevor Story. Want a fun thing to follow? This would be a nice little plug. If you guys want to check me out over at Prospect One, because the Salt River Rafters for the Arizona Fall League have an awesome roster of young guys, one of which is Brendan Rogers with the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. I am going to put money down that Mr. Brendan Rogers is going to be playing a lot of second base in the Arizona Fall League. I think that is going to be the prep because Trevor Story and Arenado, I would imagine we are, and they've also got Carter Keyboom. DJ LeMay use a gold glover at second and Gary Hampson behind him. Yeah, but I think uh, LeMay, he's a free agent and is they he? do have Hampson though. But I mean, th- they might just be uh, prepping. How about he plays shortstop for not the Rockies next year? How about that? I think that is a very likely possibility. I mean, but that's the same. Said We thought the same thing about Michael Javis with the Boston Red Sox. Like, eh, they didn't need him. They didn't have a spot. Yeah, well, besides cheating, they didn't have like uh, they didn't have anything they could go with. I don't know. Trevor Story 
it's really incredible. Awesome. Like as we talk about Shohei Otani and the awesomeness and then also the confusion, Trevor's story is one of those guys I'm fascinated to see what happens with our early mock. So a couple cool things to talk about on this baseball night. One, not so cool, I guess, but Trevor's story is amazing. We got some other topics. Let's get through that. A couple uh, little look at the two start pitchers for next week, just if you want to get ahead and then we'll answer your question. So let's go. Welcome in this league. I love you. There was a fight in the Seattle uh, Mariners uh, locker room. And I would say, Bogman, there are some substances out there that maybe make the testosterone kind of jump (laughs) up a little bit. You know, uh, not saying I'm saying they're steroids or performance enhancing drugs, but there are players like D. Gordon and Robinson Cano and allegedly Nelson Cruz and probably a host of others that have uh, had some of these issues before. But wouldn't you know it, D. Gordon and Gene Segura they got in a fight over an error, and uh, I guess D. Gordon had was with the media, like had the media get out, close the door, and then a fight broke out. Never would have guessed uh, the guy that got suspended for uh, performance-enhancing drugs would get in a fight with a teammate. Also, what is the skinniest dude in baseball doing getting into a fight with somebody? It, dude, that's always how it goes, though. Don't you? you yeah. We always had a guy like a in school, Napoleon. We, yeah, you look at that guy and you're like, yeah, you shouldn't do that, and he does. <laughs> Yeah, I this this is uh I, I mean, this is very confusing to me. I just like you guys are both big leaguers. You sure nobody wants to take the blame for it, but can't you just kind of get over it? I mean, they look we're both getting paid millions, you know, but I mean, I guess this is just competition down to its uh greatest wiring, isn't it? Uh this Who's is the just the one player you wouldn't want to fight in baseball. Hmm. The one player mind. You wouldn't want to fight in baseball. Now, let me throw the two guys that are going to come to everyone's mind, as I said that. Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton. But they both seem like, like, Judge is kind of a goofy with the big old smile. Like, they both kind of seem like, you know, big old teddy bears. You know, like, maybe pushovers. Like, maybe you could get one over, even though their muscles are bigger than, like, our waistline. I know if you hit Giancarlo uh, Stanton in the face hard enough, uh, he would probably drop a ton of bricks <laughs> with a baseball. So <laughs> Take a bat to uh, Judge's ankle. Of course, ankle. anybody. You know, those will break uh, down. Both those guys will break <laughs> down. You know, they go on the DL enough that we might be able to get one over on them. So, who's another guy? You know what? Like, Evan Gaddis. I don't know. Evan Gaddis had, really? it feels to me like that dude's probably been in a bun- bunch of bar fights and stuff like that, and he would know exactly what to do, whereas these other guys uh, probably wouldn't. You know who I don't think I'd want to get in a fight with is, well, there's two now I'm thinking about it, but Max Scherzer. Not that he's, like, tough. Kind of seems psycho. He yeah. gets psycho. And just, like, he looks at you with those weird colored eyes and just be like, ah. <laughs> Corey Kluber's another one. Yeah, Corey Kluber, a little psycho. Uh, Rookie. I but Rookie, if he could get to me, if he could get up to my uh, six foot four frame, <laughs> he could knock me out. Okay, on the inverse. Yeah, Jose Batista's pretty tall. So who's a guy you would like to fight? Who you think you could take? That's a better way to put it. I don't think I could take anybody right now. Well, I'm just, just like say. pretend. Uh, I don't know Zach Granke. I don't know what he would do. Like he would either go psycho and murder you, or he would just kind of stand there and take it because he's a weirdo. So. Billy Hamilton. I'm fine. I mean, I couldn't catch him, but like. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's really skinny, but D. Gordon just went attacking people, and he's really skinny too. How about how the about best Batman? average like, he ever got? If he could get uh, contact to my oh, face, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'd I'm like a, to see the featherweight match of uh, Billy Hamilton versus D. Gordon. That would be fantastic. No one I'd pay would for ever that. get knocked out. No, I pay for that. So, uh, are you into the teammates fight? I don't like that. That stuff doesn't do anything for me. I mean, my my favorite fight in big league baseball ever is still 
when Nigel Morgan uh, charged them out and Gabby Sanchez JBL'd him from first base. Just absolutely took him out with a gigantic clothesline. You remember that one? I'm trying to remember. You know, maybe a little bit. Nigel Morgan. You need to go to YouTube like immediately and find it. Just look up uh, Nigel Morgan clotheslined Close. on the YouTube machine and you'll be able to see it. It is I, I don't know. You know how Nigel Morgan is. He's always had that. Uh, All right, here we he go. has one of the worst effort plays ever where the ball he thought was a homer. And he slams out in his glove because he didn't get it. And it was right behind him. And uh, the right fielder had to come in and throw the ball in. And he also had this where he charged. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Hold on. Oh, throws yeah. behind him. Oh, here he comes. He's running. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was like a tag team. That was like the Dudley boys. <laughs> I mean, Gabby Sanchez. Hold on. I got to watch that again. Hold on. Yeah, I so, know. Gabby so I thought Sanchez it was, it was Volstead. Volstead misses. No. Oh, my God. Volstead is gigantic. Oh, dude. my he, God. That's a Jim Ross. Isn't isn't Chris Volstead like 6'6 six, six or 6'7? Six, seven? Six, seven. He was 6'7. Six yeah, yeah. Wow. What, what is he doing attacking Chris Volstad? I want to see that. What, what a clothesline here. I'm going to watch it one more time. <laughs> He's 6'8", by the way, Chris Volstad. Oh, he, so he got a punch. Oh, my God. That is the best sports clothesline that's ever happened. Who was that? G- Gabby Sanchez? Gabby Sanchez, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't remember, why do I not remember that. Well, I, don't, I don't know why I thought he was shorter than that. Yeah, he was smaller. I, yeah, I don't know. He was six feet tall. I mean, he wasn't, you know, with not Jose Altuve. Or I, like I don't that. remember that. What a great, what a great clip. That's fantastic. All right. Yeah. Uh, Kenley Jansen is told he's not going to go to Colorado after seeing a cardiologist before the series. I wonder if maybe some of that also has to do with the altitude. We know there's weird stuff there. Furthermore, That's true. I didn't think of that. Maybe just furthermore, just it being a huge problem with the, how the season has been going. Got to be killing people because this is the playoffs. You got I, I, most people are probably sitting here hoping that he'll be back, you know, sometime next week. But this is going to set a bad precedent for a lot of people going into your playoffs if you're yeah, holding because him. he came back and he was terrible. Yeah, you know, he came back and he was bad, and then uh, he just has this stuff crop up again. It's unfortunate. So I feel bad for him, you know. But I mean, you take care of your health first. If you gotta have a surgery or something to get out of this, just do it. I and, mean, and you got to monitor it too because he's not a. It's not a drop or anything like that. Like if people are, you know, really concerned about it, you have to hold until we get more news on it. But don't be don't don't freak out when all of a sudden, like early next week, they're still holding and maybe he comes back the weekend and then he continues not to play. You just can't cut him unless you get some definitive news, I think. Unless it's desperation at the end of the week, then you know, you gotta do you, man. It's the playoffs. I would don't like, be chasing waterfalls. I would like you to read this next one. <laughs> Josh Donaldson hit a grand slam in his first rehab AB in AAA Columbus with the Cleveland Indians. Are you back? No. Oh, nope. you're not back? <laughs> I'm not back. I, I want to know, like, what is he going to play? Are they going to move E5 over to first and he's going to play DH? Is that what's going to happen when he comes back, if he comes back? Of course. With the big league club? Yeah, there's no way you can put him on the field. Couldn't put him at first? No way. That guy, that guy, uh, no. Have you seen E5 play him some first base? It's it's better. I mean, it's, it's tough because they got Yonder Alonso too. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know that's what I'm saying. I like. I want to know what his role is. I I you know I thought they had talked about it could be Jose Ramirez moving back to second, and then he does play third. Okay. Yeah, they got Kipnis at second right now. So yeah, that's the move. That's obviously the move. I, I mean, but is Donaldson going to be healthy to play the field? Also, like I just. 
I don't know. You know, I, I've expected him to come back the whole year. He hasn't. It seems like a lost year to me, but I don't know what's going on here. So um, we'll see what happens. And if he gets called back up to the big league club, seems healthy right now. Sure. You know? Yeah. But, me too. Uh, me too. Uh, Ronald Acuna. <laughs> Ronald Acuna hit his eighth leadoff homer this year. Eight of his 23 have been from the leadoff spot. Is that 23? Is this not updated? 24. Yeah, I think this is updated. Is it 24 now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 24. Okay, well, whatever. Hitting about 290, double-digit stolen bases. He's not going to get to that 30 mark, but he definitely could hit the 25 homers, and he has he's only like 300 under 350 at-bats right now. It is going to be wild, the excitement that goes around him as well. You know, Soto uh, Soto's obviously cooled down, but he's done some incredible things, you know, um, as a 19-year-old. It's a, it's a good Four year. Four games set against the Diamondbacks. How many leadoff homers does he have in that? Four? At least one. At least, at least four, I think. I almost got I tickets to that to the series for us, but you know, silly me. I'm like, oh, let's go to the last uh, Dodger game. You know, the last series with the Dodgers, which is uh, mm. not, not going to be so good. Do you want to hear the Diamondback schedule? Here's their here's their remaining schedule. The Welsh four games set against the Braves at home. Not great. Four at Colorado. <laughs> really, you want to know why that's bad? Trevor Story, <laughs> absolutely owns the Diamondbacks. Uh, no player in baseball owns the Diamondbacks more than Trevor Story. Oh, here. No, it gets easier. Three at the World Champs, Houston. All right. Uh, three against the Cubs at home. <laughs> uh, three against the Rockies. Three against the Dodgers. And then end out three on the road against the Padres. <laughs> oh, well, at least it gets easy at the end. Yeah, the last three games are easy. This is just by the way, a treacherous, treacherous stretch here. You showed this to me. I, I don't. I can't. Our, our setup has changed a little bit for the for the last couple of weeks, so I can't play the audio which I want to play. But you showed me this audio of uh, Will Myers playing Fortnite with uh, one of the other players, and they start talking crap about Andy Green. And one of the dudes, it was a Carlos, who was a, it? A Swahe. A Swahe. A, a, and he's a, like, a like uh, Will Myers is like, dude, Andy Green is the worst, doesn't know what he's, he's doing. He's so miserable. Yeah. And then the dude's like, yo, we're live streaming this, and it gets quiet. He just starts laughing. He's like, well... I don't know what to say. And then he had to make like a public apology to Andy Green, too. I like, By the way, I doesn't like Andy, Andy Green, Green look like every like racist manager that they had in the ja in Jackie Robinson's movie in 42? He's too tiny. I know what you're saying, but he's too tiny for that. <laughs> like a couple more inches. I, I don't know. I think like Andy Easy. Green looks like every guy that goes out to get like autographs at, in the in the left field. Like that's what he looks. You like. say he looks like a child. Those yeah. are usually children. Over there. <laughs> He's kind of tiny. He's kind of <laughs> tiny, like a little child. Uh, Kutch one for eleven, hitting in the leadoff position. Finally moved to third. Good old Yankees. For two so far. So yeah. All right. We'll uh, what about some other news? What do we got? Uh, I mean, there's just a couple things to burn through Dan down here. Uh, Danny Duffy diagnosed with uh, a lower left leg bruise, or uh, I'm sorry, Miguel Sano diagnosed with a lower left leg bruise. He got carted off. We'll see what happens with him. Uh, Gio's going to make his first start on Saturday for the Brewers. Uh, Matt Shoemaker was activated from the DL. Danny Duffy is out for the season. Ryan, this is interesting. Uh, I mean, I hate this opener thing, but it's weird stats. Um, Ryan Stanek is the first rookie in 75 years to start consecutive games. I just, I really, really would love, even if we just got the option to have some type of an opener stat, 
How much do you think fantasy would embrace if there would? I mean, obviously, we would need more teams to do this, but I don't know if it's an adjustment. I've mentioned this before. Like, I don't think you're anyone's going to go out and adjust. You know, the the wins to change down from five innings to three innings, which I kind of wish they would. But I wonder if there's going to be down the line if we can have a stat be holds or complete games. I wonder if they're going to make a starter stat where. But I, I just don't know how you quantify it, though, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah, because... it be like CL, like clean open. You know, you give up no runs in two innings or something. Yeah, or it would almost be like changing. Oh, God, I don't, I don't know how. I just, like, I, I want, I'm curious. If anyone has a take, like, how do you do it? Like, that's an interesting one if you have the clean innings. But, like, at the same time, you know, everyone says, you know, no wins, go quality starts. But how do you work quality starts in if you have an opener would it be like you know how they're save plus holds would there be like say you know uh quality start plus uh opener but then any mm. guy could go four innings get hurt and that would be like i just don't know how you do it i feel and more teams are have to be a points league stat you know uh, until yeah, maybe. Uh, i mean we'd have to wait 20 years for it to become a normal stat and then uh but but until then you'd have to be like a, a points league stat like the, clean open you know plus three whatever literally the only thing it's either yours or they have to change the designation for a win to be three innings that's the only Something. thing that i can think about right and i think a lot of these openers have only getting an inning or two innings so I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't know what's going on with it, but it was an interesting stat anyway. Uh, Marcus Stroman is back after missing the past well, two weeks with a blister. Well, no, he and then he got out. He had he went into his game and then he got oh. knocked out. And then they said he they don't even know if he's going to pitch the rest of the season. Yeah, you know what? Just cut your finger off. I yeah. don't know what to do. I saw a lot uh, of people are asking about Victor Robles because uh, he got his call up. That was a big exciting I feel prospect. Too good. Well, but at the same time, though, they're not really playing him. He uh, he had one at bat in his first game up. Then he went. Well, that's one what I meant. One. The outfield is too good. Like he's not going to get a lot of time. Yeah, but it's get out of meeting out of there. Get out of meeting in there. Give him give Robles a shot. He has made a glass. So yeah, I, I wish they would because a lot of people were kind of thinking, "Ooh, is this the time to go pick him up?" I I wish it was that the team would commit to giving him those at bats, but they're not doing it. So I. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't want to do the whole, like, why have him up? Give him the experience. He did it last year. But let's have him up and let's give him those innings, please. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with him. This I like. Aaron Judge resumes swinging a bat. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Out. Do you think he plays this year? Yeah, I, I think don't. so. I don't. I think uh, another week. Give him a week. I think, be I think he plays in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, David Price will most likely start on Friday after taking that liner off his wrist. Looked bad when it happened, but uh, it looks like he's going to be back on Friday. And uh, Todd Frazier will miss the rest of the season with a concussion. And Lance McCullers threw a light bullpen on Tuesday, ah. but could throw a full bullpen this weekend. So getting closer, but uh, not close enough. Ah, okay. Uh, probable two-start pitchers, Boggs. Who do we have? This These is for are next all week, guys. right? Yes, this is for next playoff week. These are all guys that are 50% or lower. Uh, Nick Pavetta, Washington, and Miami. So we'll see about that. I like this one. Lucas Giolito. And by the way, because I'm a psycho, I went through oh, and no. we talked about that Wellington Castillo stat. Like I said, you know, a lot of people said he was just bad with Castillo. But he's also bad without Castillo. How, is, how bad is he? How bad is he? Well, 4.9 plus. Like it was like four point nine five two is his ERA um, with anyone but Wellington anyone Wellington but Wellington Castillo, but it uh, is almost double 
with not with Willington Castillo, which is only five starts, but is eight point eight eight. Is his ERA with Willington Castillo? I feel I like looked, the, I looked the other day because I thought I, he got roughed up the other day. I'm like, oh, is this another Wellington Castillo start? And it was, but Castillo started DH, so he didn't catch. I feel <laughs> like this is the broke ass version of like Gary Sanchez and Luis Severino. Like, have we seen that? <laughs> I want to know what uh, Sanchez and Severino are doing together because those. I'm two not going to. It took me like an hour to do last night. Did and it really? Sick of it. I, I love that. I love that you did it. But you're calling uh, Giolito a uh, a dude next week. Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, at Kansas City, Kansas Baltimore. City and at Baltimore is a pretty good schedule. So if you don't care about your ERA, I agree. <laughs> uh, Andrew Heaney versus Texas and uh, Seattle. Mm. Wade LeBlanc versus San Diego and at the Angels is that not one, bad. That one's not bad. Uh, Joe Musgrove at St. Louis and at Milwaukee. I don't that like could, that. Eh. Well, Joe Musgrove has been good, but he also like he's also he's so bipolar. Those are two it, rough away games. They are. They're not good games. Uh, how about that, Musgrove or Giolito? Because I know you hate Giolito, even though he has the good matchups. Uh, <laughs> and kind of better as of late, Giolito. I think I would go Musgrove. Okay. Uh, I think you just said that because I was pushing for Giolito. No, I just like. <laughs> And I can't live with you. Don't want it, do we? I don't. I don't. I kind of want it. Yeah, I don't want it. Uh, Mike Miner at the Angels and at the Padres. That's not bad. Uh, John Gant versus Pittsburgh and versus the Dodgers. Um, uh, Jamie Berea versus versus Seattle. This Um, one I like, by the way. Jamie Berea. Jamie Berea. Same thing. Texas. Yeah. And Jamie Berea uh, tonight, as we're recording this, just went five, got the win, struck out five against Texas. In six or in five of his last six games, the dude has four wins, and the only time he has an ERA over two only once where he got beat up against Houston. Otherwise, five struck out seven, one eight ERA. Five struck out five, one eight ERA. Six struck out four, no nothing. Last night, nothing. Guess what? Two of those starts in those five games against Texas, who he's going against here. He has absolutely dominated Texas. So I like the Jamie Berea one. And at home against Seattle, that one's, uh, you know, Gordon and Segura getting in fights, so it's great. <laughs> uh, Jake Odorizzi's got the Yankees at home and then on the road against Kansas City. So mm. little yin and yang there. Alex Cobb versus Oakland and the White Sox. Luke Weaver versus Pittsburgh and the Dodgers. Brad Keller, this could be good. The White Sox and the Twins. I mean, those are great matchups. Brad Keller, though. Yeah. Uh, Swamp Thing, Wade Miley is at the Cubs in versus Milwaukee. I don't want par- no part yeah. of that. Aaron oh. Sanchez, how about at Boston and at New York? <laughs> nope. No thanks. <laughs> uh, my guy, Jason Vargas, versus Miami, but at Boston. No thank you. Uh, this one could work out. Trevor Richards at the Mets and this at next Philly. one will not work out. <laughs> Francisco Liriano versus Houston and at Cleveland. Uh, Antonio Sanzatella. Two road starts for a Colorado pitcher at the Mets and at Philly and Homer Bailey versus the Dodgers and at the Cubs. Sensatella yeah, so. and Berea, those are probably my pickups here. Uh, by the way, with hitters, if people are just dinking around, I looked over the last two weeks. Check out the. Have you seen all the excitement about Luke Voigt? Yeah, I mean, he's been hitting homers. Like every time I look at my stat, I'm like, Luke Voigt hit another homer? Did you see the video of the dude one hand bench pressing? Like, I don't know what that, I don't know what he was bench pressing right there. 
But just any amount was impressive, and he's is, just one-handing the thing. Is that the same thing as Kyle Bowler throwing a football through the goalpost? Go from look. His type, from type in, just type in Luke Voigt on Twitter right now, and I'll bet you the first thing that comes up while I read this off, he's hitting 300 on the year with eight homers and 18 RBIs. In the last uh, two weeks, he has seven two of weeks. those homers, 372 uh, with 13 uh, RBIs and 11 runs. He has absolutely been dominating. And most importantly, he's had the last seven starts in uh, New York. And he is just, he's going buck right now. So he's someone to look at. Did you see the video? Luke Voigt bench. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, why doesn't anyone have the video? All I see are a bunch of links. Are you a V-O-I-T? V-O-I-T, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's know. just a bunch of links. Okay, um, I'll do that. Then. I don't know. Brandon, I'll find it. I'll find it at some point. Brandon Lowe, Lau, whatever, uh, with Tampa Bay. He is ranked as the tenth overall bat over the last two weeks. Three homers, two stolen bases, hitting four twenty four, ten RBIs, ten runs, uh, a hit in four of his last five games. He's actually been a definite dude. Yahoo is qualifying at second base and Lowe. in the outfield. Let's see. Anybody else here, Bogman? I went away from the screen here. See, everyone's upset because he got benched. Uh, that's all the tweets I'm getting. There's too many people in New York. so I mean, that's true. <laughs> My, uh, anybody else? I'm trying to look over the last two weeks if there's anyone else we want to talk about. Those two guys have been the biggest ones uh, top of mind. Joey Wendell. I picked up Joey Wendell, and he's been from a hits. I mean, the last two games have been a little bit bad, but before that... He had, uh, oh God, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, nine, nine straight hits in a game. Nine straight hits. I mean, that's pretty good, man. And and seven of those nine games were multi-hit. And then, he was course, hitting three for a while for Tampa. Yeah. So I I had picked him up in AL only for a little bit. When I did that, by the way, ugly cold streak. There's a song, and it that's what screwed me up as I was trying to give you that. That one, two, three, four, da 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 da. I don't know what rap <laughs> song it is, and as I started doing that, ah, oh, damn it, one, two, three, four. I'm da 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 da. I'm just so glad I don't know what that is. I don't know what rap song it is. If somebody knows what it is, please let me know what the hell I'm like talking. The only about. time I ever heard the the baby shark thing was when you did DJ Shark. So that was the didn't get stuck ever. in my head. Don't know it. I am glad. Well, if you guys have been enjoying this entire uh, season, some of this off season, we got r- some really nice tweets. I just saw this one. Juan Guerrero tweeted us, and he. I'm glad he added us because he did it to the In This League pod one, but he said, special thanks to ITL. My first year playing MLB season long. All I did was listen to the podcast before my drafts and in season, and I secured playoff spots in five out of my six teams with the number one seed in all of those five playoff teams. Podcast rocks. That is very nice of Juan to do. So uh, we'll never turn away uh, being able to hear your cool stuff. As well, if you've enjoyed ITL, know that you can take us with you all season long by checking us out over at the Army, checking out all the other free podcasts we do, the football, the basketball, if you're into those. We do the comedy stuff. Just check us out, patreon.com slash ITL Army. Even if you just give it a little look over, you know that we're always there. We're always churning out content. And believe you me, in this offseason, we're going to try to find uh, more ways that we can do more cool stuff. Like, oh, I don't know, the incredibly awesome and made my day tweet that Jason Collette, <laughs> Jason, our buddy, decides to randomly put out a tweet of, uh, you know, here's why I love the, uh, the uh, what is it, first pitch conference. He goes, treat yourself 2018. He goes, flight, booked. Hotel, booked. 
first Twitch at Whataburger with the, with is it the Welsh and Bogman Sports happening and that's yeah. a quote tweet of first pitch arizona so we're being thinked about so we're going to do a cool thing with jason out at whataburger when he gets out here because we like to have so much fun that's what so we do. much whataburger and uh let's go have uh, some fun with you right now itl i seem to be dropping all your mail no! i guess i'm a clumsy mailman the guy had the ball. <laughs> oh, you're a bad mailman Ball bag at endthisleak.com. Don't you dare stop sending in your questions because we love to answer them as long as they meet every little single requirement that we give you. Otherwise, we'll shame you. <laughs> first one says first round buys in two of the three main leagues. The other is a first round matchup against Welsh and Dynasty. Good luck, sir. Ah. I know there's this week to address, but for those of us with a week off, thanks to your advice, uh, who would be some of the guys you would get a jump on the week for beginning uh, for for the beginning of the tenth? Thanks, Evan. And I mean, this is a perfect question because we just kind of answered. We it. just answered we, that. We went over two uh, two start pitchers uh, that could help you out, and the Welsh just gave you some hitters. So uh, that was about perfect. I mean, w- are you going to pick up one of those hitters, or would you rather have a two start pitcher, the Welsh, if you had one spot to grab? Well, who would it be? I mean, it's relative to, it's obviously relative to my need, right? Yep. But let's say in a vacuum. Um, I kind of think I'd have to go with Voight right now. Yeah. I don't know how he's you don't. The guy, good. he's just a, an absolute monster. I wanted to say Bria. I'll be honest with you. I think the matchups are killer. He's been doing really good. Uh, he's keeping your ERA down. He's not going deep into games, so he might not be an option for quality starts. So I'd say like... Voight, Voight and Lowe are the ones that jump out to me. I like Bria a lot. Outside of any of that, I wouldn't go too nuts. And uh, we are playing against each other, Evan and I. And I'm uh, I'm out to a little bit of a lead, but I don't want to get too excited about anything because anything can happen in these. But I got I got oh, a little yeah. bit of that lead. So, um, Evan, I'm rooting for you in your other leagues. Hope you <laughs> go down dirty in this one. What's up, fellas? Oh, I'm oh, in first place in my 10-team 5x5 category league. <sighs> I'm trying to tune up my roster as I head into the playoffs. With Newcomb struggling and Stripling heading to the bullpen, is it time to move on? Available free agents include Jermaine Marquez, Joey LaCassie, David Robertson, Tyler White, or Ahmed <laughs> Rosario. Thanks, Brand Hoover. <laughs> Say Tyler White again. Tyler White. Tyler White. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a couple of those guys are definitely options. Ahmed Rosario has uh, been a top 100 player over the last couple weeks. Marquez He's got great well i mean tyler white as well tyler white uh tyler but white. i met rosario four stolen bases in the last two weeks here two weeks uh also hitting uh no this is Ahmed rosario hitting under 400 so i really like Ahmed rosario plus the guy is on a nice little uh eight game hitting streak right now even into today and he's getting the day off on uh thursday so he'll be back friday against philly and then he's going up against Miami. I really like I like Rosario. I kind of like Tyler Huat and Jermaine Marquez. So maybe it's um Oh god, what do you think? If anybody's not man? helping you in a 10 team league, dump them. I mean, that's just a general strategy and pick up a hot guy. Oh, did he say it was a H-A-W-T. 10 team? 10 team 5 by 5. How the, hell, how the hell are there not better guys available too? I maybe everyone's smart. I don't know. Tyler White's ranked 8 in the last 2 weeks, by the way. Yeah, I picked him up. I picked him up in one of my leagues, so Bogman League, I think I picked him up. Yeah, so. Dude started like nine of his last ten games. He's got a couple homers in there. So, 
If you don't need the stolen bases, go Tyler White and Marquez. If you're looking for stolen bases, take up Rosario, and um, you just make a determination as far as pitching goes. But yeah, the 10 team, you should be able to churn out pickups left and right here. Uh, next one says, hey, Bogman and the Welsh, I know it's been some time since I sent something uh, for the bag, but have been dealing with some difficult personal stuff. Unrequited love, he uh, says to uh, us. I'm very sorry, uh, my friend. That said, I have just finished two leagues I commissioned on Fantrax using your end at the end of August policy. Oh, I love, I love that. I haven't heard anybody do that. The first was a five by five league with OBP and slugging with, and quality start to the final and ended, uh, got to the final. And ended up losing six to four by one strikeout, oh, and one RBI. Oh, oh that God. is brutal. Now he's like mfing us. He's just mother effing us. <laughs> like should have gone to September eighth. The other was my seven by seven, which I was the number one seed for and sneaked out a seven six one win for the championship, won by one strikeout after benching guys on Sunday. Doesn't it feel so great to win a championship that doesn't come down to players like Tyler White and Luke Voigt and <laughs> losing out on your guys because they don't get put on the deal? I mean, Doesn't that feel could great? Have come down to other losers too, but at least uh, yeah, at least you're done right now without the forty man rosters and all that stuff. Uh, my two ESPN points leagues attend team and a 12 team have just started their first rounds of two-week playoffs boo espn default in the 10 team i'm facing itl and zone captain mitchell in the first round wow. in the 12 team would you drop any of the following to pick up either we Yen chen lucas Chilito, uh-huh. Steve Matz, Derek rodriguez Derek rodriguez rick porcello or anthony tescofani and in the 10 team league would you drop wilmer flores for either todd frazier or evan longoria well you can't todd frazier Wait. has Cushion. Wait, would you yeah. drop any of the following to pick? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was reading this wrong. I was like, why would you drop? I didn't understand who he was dropping. He wants to pick up Wee and Chen, and he's asking, of any of these guys, would you drop any? Eh. eh. Um, probably not. Maybe I'm not in- Maybe maybe Giolito Bogman. Uh, maybe Giolito. I mean, that it's a possibility. I like his matchups this week, though. So I, I did too. I would stick with that. What was the other one? Ten team. Uh, and in the 10 team, would you drop Wilmer Flores for either Todd Frazier or Evan Longoria? Drop the crybaby. Um, I just picked up Evan Longoria in a league just because he's been, been a little terrible. bit hot. He's, no, it's been okay recently. Let's Has he been? Look. Let's take a look. Okay. Every time I look at his numbers, I'm just disgusted because I thought he's going to be such a great late-round value. I didn't get him anywhere, to be honest with you. I didn't either. I think maybe I talked him up a little bit too much because he's going so late. I just picked him up off the wire. I Nothing actually saddens me more, by the way, than uh, the downfall of Evan That's Longoria. That's your boy. He was. Yeah. He was totally my boy. Yeah, he's been pretty garbage. The last week, he's hitting two fifty. Um, he does have a hit in five of his last six games. So What's his stat line for this season? It's bad. Two forty. I know he missed a little time. How many at-bats? Uh, let's go back to the, cause he's 242 average on the year, Ooh. just about 400 at bats, 397, okay. 242, 15 homers under 50 runs in RBIs right now. A couple stolen bases, just a, he is a shell him and David. It is amazing. If you think about him and David, Wright. Those were two of my favorite players and those guys, they just fell off like a ton of bricks. Yeah. And that one was of course, from our guy Andrew Dale, Swindon, UK. Um, which would you rather have the Welsh, an evening with Paris Hilton huh. or an all-you-can-eat buffet at Whataburger? That's hot. I mean, that's easy. I'm I'm spending a night in Paris, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be friends forever. Here, here's one thing. I know that when I end up in the bathroom with Paris Hilton, it's much better than when I end up in the bathroom than with Whataburger. If you just put water in coffee, does it work? 
<laughs> you like cocaine more than you do water. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying oh. that. Just like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess Paris Hilton does have uh, the ability to leave you with something. And we'll be friends forever. To remember, if you know what I mean. That could be a problem. <laughs> this isn't even close to me. I absolutely spending a night with Paris. I love you guys. Well, I mean, like an all-you-can-eat Whataburger buffet is not that good because how much Whataburger can you actually eat? I guess I'm not yeah. guaranteed anything with Paris, though, right? Uh, an evening with Paris Hilton? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, like It'll I said, story. is the evening of Paris Hilton like the you know title of the DVD? The, it's worth it for like... That one, uh, that one uh, snap you can send out or tweet you can send out of her saying that's hot. Yeah. Oh, love you, bitch. Are you kidding me? I love you, bitch. Okay. Who are the three people? Think about. Not everyone's gonna be able to do this because ITL is the scope of what we do with with all the different sports. Like, not everyone is locked in. Though there is a, there is a uh, a contingency. There's this little core group that listen to everything. Like, we've got a couple of people like Jesse Severe has listened to everything I think we've ever produced. And that is wild to me. So there's some people that know it all. Who do you think the top three ITL celebrities are in our universe, like our lore? Like if we could go meet them and take a picture, people would lose their mind. Because I think Paris is on that. Jeffrey Aaron has got to be on that. Maybe. Well, okay, how about this though? Charlie Blackman. Black. Stop. Black. Black. Charlie yeah. Blackman, I think, is up there. I think Paris is up there. I don't think Jeffrey Aaron has earned that spot yet. I think it's Kevin Smith. <laughs> A lot of people would say that he hasn't earned his wife either. So. <laughs> he hasn't earned much. I'd say it's probably Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, yeah, probably, Charlie Blackman, and Paris Hilton. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'd like to take that Paris Hilton picture, though. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. So, uh, okay. Who's that from, uh, by the way? Well, that was from Megalomaniac. Who the hell so. is that? I don't know, he just signs Megalomania. Is that like the the blue guy hey, in the cartoon? I am the reigning champ. Strong possibility. I won't win this year. Oh. What is the minimum slash maximum time to get the new champ their trophy? Everyone lives within two hours of each other. Thanks, Mac in Iowa. Well, Mac in Iowa, if you live two hours away from each other, make that a-hole drive to come get it. Yeah, That's I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't you understand. You got to claim your trophy, just like you claim that championship. Yeah, like when does a trophy have to be done? I think you can present it at next year's draft. I assume if I'll you're all within, yeah, I, yeah, I'd totally do a ring with uh, Greg for sure. He'll make you something awesome. But whether it's a ring or a trophy or whatever it is, I'd say it can be presented during the next draft because I assume you guys all do it together. But if there's any question of like you have to get the trophy to that guy. It is without doubt that a-hole driving however many hours or paying whatever shipping it is to get it from you. You need to put zero effort into it unless you are the commissioner and you happen to be a really good guy and you want to do it. If I'm losing a championship to someone, I don't want to talk to them. I'm not going to talk to them about their trophy. <laughs> I'll throw it out on the curb and they can come pick it up. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think if you all live that close... Uh, then you know, winner needs to close. come drive. Uh, unless you have some, uh, some rule of you have to get it to them, then you need to drive it there within a month. Can you imagine say. the shame of losing and then driving? That is the that is a walk of shame. Can you imagine driving two hours to give? Well, someone I couldn't imagine you doing it because you just wouldn't do it. No, so, I, you know what I'd do? I would get in the car. I'd take a video. I'd be like, "Hey, look, I got your trophy," and I'd throw it out the window. 
<laughs> on the freeway going 80. Get a new one. Yeah, there you go. Pick <laughs> it up, you filthy animal. Yeah, this isn't an episode of the league, so I don't know how to answer this. Uh, hey, guys, just want to let you know that my local 10-team head-to-head league is trying the early playoff strategy hey. to avoid September BS. Look uh, at the all September the, BS that we all hate. We're like, we're changing the world here. Everybody, Everybody's doing it but us. Why are we uh, doing it? We need to do it. We just we got to do it next year. Let's do uh, it. We have two divisions of five. First in each division gets a bye. Playoff started in August, and each two and three seed had a two-week two week long matchup uh winners play the one seed in their division for two weeks and as you probably guessed finals are two weeks oh. uh, we are currently in week two of the second round and it's going well i luckily had a buy since i had trout paxton springer and sale all in the dl keep up the good work you hunks Braden adams and then his question he sent <laughs> another email was just Mike Zanino? Question mark. <laughs> uh, maybe we should. Maybe we should look at uh, Mike Zanino. Oh, stats. should we? Should we do that? The Welsh? that means you've looked at his stats, and that means it's I, not going to be fun. I actually, I have not. I the last time I saw him was probably three weeks ago. Wow, here's I a stat, by the way. He was hitting about 196. He is hitting I... 190, but okay. Mike Zanino, Zanino, and Shohei Otani had the same amount of homers this year. Oh, but that. Otani has more runs, RBIs, and stolen bases than Otani or than Zanino. You mean he has more than zero that Zanino has? Yeah. There's actually not one thing that Zanino does better than Shohei Otani, except a couple more games. I bet you he frames better. That's about it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I miss I miss Zanino being relevant to this conversation. I don't even know. Like we were arguing between two guys. I don't even remember who the guy I picked was. Well, All uh, I know is that I was hate Contreras. That was Contreras. Oh, as well as well, Wills Contreras is not good, but he's no. better than stupid Mike Zanino. Everyone's better than uh, Mike Zanino. Uh, I like this one. Hey, Kerflufflers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what changes would you like to see made in real baseball and in fantasy baseball by next season? Who is drafted? Who is drafted higher next season? Yasiel Puig or Yoenis Cespedes? Oh. And that is uh, Toby. That one's quit, mean. Quit signing uh, the Shields ninety eight. I wonder why that is. Oh yeah, just trying to forget. <laughs> well, guess what? We'll never forget. We'll always tell. <laughs> Let's. Uh, uh, we should look up Delino to Shields numbers too. Let's do that we? too. Yeah, I got to shame you. We can shame Toby. It's fine. Sure. Let's so. see to Shields. Uh, oh, hitting two oh five better than Zanino. Hey, Fifteen points better than Zanino. Eighteen stolen bases. I feel like we can't say Zanino. Oh, you're saying Zanino, and I'm saying yeah, Zanino. Yeah, well, I'm doing it out of disrespect. Oh, okay. 48 runs, 22 RBIs, two homers, 18 stolen bases with a 222 average for Delano DeShields. Now, let me ask you something. Is that good for 98 overall? It's a little Probably off. Not, right? It's, it's not quite <laughs> close. It's uh, good for, like, 298, not quite <laughs> 98. Um, we kind of, I feel like we talked about the real baseball. I've told a million times for real baseball, just let there be more celebrations. Let there be more, like, let the guys do anything they want with their sneakers. Let them pimp homers. Let them have more fun. Let the game be more fun. That's what I want. I'm also, I'd love for there to be an incorporation, like I've mentioned about, um, figuring a way statistically in fantasy to acknowledge the, um, the openers because that's like a new exciting thing those are things i would love to see and then I, I feel like you're kind of also fishing for like there's always this debate of like people are like i want net steals and you know f wins and it's like okay whatever i'm i'm just cool man i like to go every with the mike flow. braden adams really wants f war 
Yeah, F word. So he can have Mike Zanino because of his framing. I'm so. not I'm not a stickler to saying I gotta have net steals or quality starts or, or save and holds or anything like that. Like I am going to adjust to whatever I play. I kinda like relative standards. I will tell you, I just want my life always about OBP though. Like I always love OBP. Whether net steals or save holds or anything are in there, whether I'm doing six by six or five by five, I really love doing OBP. I want the real season and uh, the fantasy season to end September 1st. Okay, I agree. That's what I want. I don't want any, because like, I love baseball so much and I love football so, so much. Wait, do you want that, the World Series to end in September? So you want no, the playoffs to start in June? No, I want, no, no. I want the regular season to end September 1st. And uh, that that would make me very, very happy. And I think it would, to be honest, I think it would make baseball a little bit better too. I think you get better ratings if you start a little bit earlier. But you know, it's so cold up in those northern cities uh, in March still that they just can't do that. So start making all domes. And whenever whenever a, a, a city gets a new stadium, dome. It's got to be a dome. Yeah. Everything's a dome. And then you can start and you can play all those games. They don't have to do double headers and reschedule unless you have, uh, you know, previously scheduled double headers, which has happened before. I am so. all about uh, next year you hyping up the late round value of Cespedes. I'm all about that. Well, let me just, uh, I mean, Cespedes hit, he he only hit 262 this year after hitting 292, but he only played in 38 games. He had nine bombs in 38 games. Uh, Yasiel Puig had 15, so. Played more games, uh, 14 stolen bases and hit 260. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, it's probably Puig, but it's not like Puig has been a paragon of health either, 104 games. So he's missed a bunch of time. I mean, Cespedes is getting older, of course, and can't seem to stay on the field. But uh, to be honest, like I bet you value-wise, I would probably say Cespedes. Head-to-head, it's going to be tougher just because so many people are going to be out. Only 81 games in 2017, 38 this year. You are going to be all about Cespedes next year. though. I mean, his value is going to be great. I, why wouldn't you be? I, I wonder. I think be in on Cespedes next I probably year. will be a little bit, but... Do you think both of these guys are even on the same team? Like, I actually think Cespedes has a better shot of being on the Mets than Puig does. I think Puig yeah, has I think got you're to go. A hard time finding somebody to take Cespedes's contract back. He's got uh, he's 110 million through 2020. You know so how you do that? Two years left on that deal. You trade. Uh, you get. Uh, you make that a requirement in a Jacob Degrom trade. Yep. You got to take back Cespedes and yep. however much, a little over 25. For the rest of so. us. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be I'll probably be Cespedes no matter what, but I think most people are gonna have Puig ranked ahead of him. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, F. Mary Kill, Kate Upton, Mila Kunis, Jessica Alba. Okay, uh, that's easy. Yeah. What do you? What I mean, I'm marrying Kate Upton. Yep. F. Kunis. Yep. And just murder Jessica Alba. Yeah. Thankfully, Miles doesn't listen to the baseball show, or else he'd be very upset. Yeah. So uh, that's a good point. But uh, you know, I heard <laughs> Mila Kunis do an interview on Marin's show. Yep. And I didn't like. I like her down to earthness, but eh, a little much. Like she was a little <laughs> much. Like she was a little too much for me. Like the way she, I was just like, nah, I don't need all this. Like Kate Upton is so down in just her life. I just want all about that. And you know, what my problem is. Are you about, telling me that uh, Mila Kunis had too many opinions for you? Is that kind of what it was? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it wasn't my cup of tea. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm not, yeah, listen, <laughs> like, the biggest beggars can't be choosers or anything like that. <laughs> but we get to play the game. Though I will tell you this. When I think of Jessica Alba, I think of Jessica Beale. And there's no identity to either one of them. And then I think about the show The Center. 
uh, on USA, and it is crazy. And Jessica Biel is an insane person. And then I just can't get down with that, and that person has to die. Well, uh, the the thing that I remember with Jessica Alba, outside of all the Miles gifts that he posts, is uh, have you ever seen the? I know you've seen it, but did you see her mean tweet? That she read about herself. I don't remember it. It was like, oh my God, I just saw Jessica Alba. If this was 2007, I would be excited. <laughs> Has she done a single good movie? Mm. You want me to read off real quick her? Uh... Yeah, maybe we should go through that because I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I know. I mean, I like Sin City. I don't know if I'd call it a good movie. And I just don't think it's good enough. She was in. I, she's probably done a top five worst movie of all time in Honey. Oh, uh, dude, I, I'm like, this is the most amazing biography or, or movie what, what do you call it like uh i'll say movieology but that's movieology. not a word <laughs> no it's filmology not. filmology yeah. filmography filmography sure <laughs> uh into the blue that she did oh. with uh um the fast yep. and the furious guy oh, that's terrible okay okay sin city which was in oh, 2005 by the way uh fantastic four god awful good luck chuck just so bad with dane cook it's could oh, not be worse. Oh, that was Dane. I was like, I thought that was Jessica Biel. No, what was the movie where Kevin? I told James you, dude. I told you they're the same person. You, I, I, I bet half of Jessica Alba's movies, you are thinking they're actually Jessica Biel's. Here's a couple no, others. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I'm sure she doesn't have the greatest of track records either. But no, I mean, I, I, I don't know. That that's tough between those two. I mean, they're both really hot. Okay, real but, quick. Honey, worst movie of all time. Terrible. Yeah, um, really- Mechanic Resurrection. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. <laughs> that how you Mechanic said that? Resurrection. Spy Kids. The Eye. Uh, I'm not going to go through the rest because Eye. Idle Hands. That was actually a kind of. Idle Hands wasn't bad. It was okay. It was the, funny. The Love Ish. Guru. I'm just going through these. These cool. are wild. But check this out. Love Guru? I want you to think about this. I think in reality, she was in Fantastic Four 2, by the way. Rise of the Silver Surfer. Blah. Her best movie, legitimately, might be Machete. Oh, God. No, I like, City. I like Sin City more. That is an atrocious Dude, not, filmography. Like, <laughs> Sin, uh, Sin City <laughs> at least had some good parts in it. Machete, like, I, I, I got to tell you, some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life was Jessica Alba in Machete. So, I mean, I know no one was taking it seriously. That was only a movie because Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan showed her boobs. But uh, oh, I'm gonna go back it, and watch that. I forgot. It, it was uh, this. It was really terrible. There's so. not, I dude. There's just, there's not one movie I look at where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of was like, she in a, like a TV series or something. Like, what is she famous for then? I, just being hot. I don't know, man. Honestly, I mean, she's really hot. The killer inside me. I feel like that might have been a good movie. Wasn't that with Casey Affleck? That might be the only dude. She's the worst. She's the worst actor. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say kill her, but I just not like that. But just she. Yeah, in yeah. The, in the MFK. Yeah, in right. this. Yeah, let's move on. All right. Appreciate all the countless hours you efforts put in to make in this league as quality as it is. I wish I could have found you guys earlier than I did. <laughs> no homo. Okay, thanks. Uh, where do you see Trey Turner being picked next year? Has Flaherty's performance thus far impressed you? What do you think his ceiling is next year? Thanks. Riley from West Tennessee. Oh, West Tennessee, baby. Give me some uh, Give me some of that good bourbon. That actually there bourbon. Moonshine. Trey Turner, 28th overall right now, uh, bordering on the 20 homers, 35. We talked He's about... It's a stolen basis. 
Yeah. And the shortstop. He is going to be to me like I don't I don't know if he's gonna jump into that. Like you know how this year he was around like seven or eight. Well, people at the end were taking him over Altuve and all those guys. And I I guarantee you he went one in some drafts. Yeah, he. I mean, he's a first rounder. I, I'm wanting to sit here and tell back you back half first rounder, like eight, nine. See, I wanted to sit here and tell you that he's going to be a wheel guy, but I don't think so. You know, and yeah, okay, I got a be- even bigger argument why he won't be a wheel guy, and it's going to go to your point because of the depth of what you can get in the second round of guys like Correa and Bryant, and you know all those players that are in there. It's actually a lot more worthwhile taking the risk of a guy who could lead you in stolen bases at eight, and you know you're going to get an incredible hitter coming. You might get Aaron Judge or Stanton coming back. So, yeah, I think he's a back half of the first round type of guy. He's going to stick there. The elite stolen bases with power. There's really only two guys uh, that were at that same level. Well, a couple guys, but it's like uh, Baez, Turner, and Story, who we've talked about. So that's why I think uh, Turner, he gives you kind of a little that notch up, but... I don't know. An interesting deep dive might actually be looking at Turner and saying, you know, he's only got 10 more stolen bases than a guy like uh, Trevor Story. And Trevor Story and and Javier Baez are both sitting over here with practically 100 RBIs in in the 30s of homers. Are those 10 stolen bases really worth it? And I think people are just going to say yes because of uh, the the shortness of the stolen base. So I I still think he's going to be a solid first-round guy. I don't know that I'm going to be taking him there, uh, but he is like there. There's there are going to be Trey Turner truthers that take him in the first half of the first round uh, for sure. But that's not going to even be like like I don't even know if I'm going to argue with someone that says like I'm going to take Turner over Bryce Harper. Yeah, probably yeah. Bryce Harper's average just sucked ass this year. There's yeah, a lot of people yeah, that exactly. are going to be out on him. Tur- Dude, Bryce Harper might be a guy that goes in onto the wheel, which is just not going to feel agreeable. I think just whatsoever. if you want to talk about someone who will have truthers no matter what, that dude could hit, he could be Mike Zanino this year, and people will be like, bad year. He'll hit 50 and steal 20 next year with the Yankees and hit 355. Everybody knows it. Like, it doesn't matter how bad Bryce Harper is. Well, that's so how, that's be- me. Uh, I mean, how about this, too, dude? <laughs> you probably, you might have, I think. There's going to be a legitimate uh, cast and crew that are going to take Turner over Altuve. Altuve season, 10 homers, 15 stolen bases, and I know the at-bats have been a, bit, a little bit lower. Still hitting 320. People are going to take Turner over Altuve, and it might not even be close. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be... I, I mean... That's going to be a tough one for us that, this year. That yeah, I mean, I be don't tough. think... For me, it won't be. I think I'll take Altuve, but... That's tough because how many stolen bases does Altuve have? 15. We talked about this. 15. I just said 15. 10 stolen bases or 10 homers, 15 stolen bases. That's it. How many games has he played in? Uh, well, he's got almost 460 got at-bats. Yeah, but that's because he hits leadoff. Yeah, but he's, he's going to get 500 at-bats this year. And he's still only going to have, you know, just over uh, double-digit homers and probably not going to reach 20 stolen bases. Mm. Yeah, that that you know what that's probably closer than I'll give it credit for. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, last one here, uh, or actually, uh, Jack Flaherty's performance. Uh, he's been really, really good Amazing. this season. Yeah, his his ERA is two eight three. He's at twenty three starts. Uh, top practically top fifty pitching right now. I feel like you know what he feels like to me, and I hate saying this. Oh, don't do it. I feel like it's going to be like the Luis Castillo stuff. Oh, uh, five of his last six uh, have been quality. He's been awesome. I just saying that because it just feels like that. The difference, though, is Flaherty, you know, just putting up an absolute monster of a season. Why not? Castillo didn't do something like Flaherty did. Um, 
I think Flaherty become in, in all honesty, Flaherty is going to be the new two years ago James Paxton or next year James okay. Paxton. He's going to be somewhere between the. I 60, get more behind that. Nicole yeah, sixties, seventies. I think Flaherty is going to go above Carlos Martinez in a lot of areas, which will probably going to get overdrafted for sure. Right? Yeah, I think that's 100%. the big. Yeah, that's a great point. I think he is going to be an overdrafted guy, and if you start seeing Flaherty going over Carlos Martinez, that's where. At this moment, I'm telling you, I'm not in with that. I'll be taking the shares of Carlos Martinez and not paying for Flaherty from last year. Even though Flaherty is, um, he's he's been a legit prospect for a long time and he is going to be good. I'm just going to have a hard time believing that the sustainability of a, a sub three ERA for him and is is going to hold up next year. But maybe I'll be proven wrong. Uh, the last one is from Jag. Yeah, you got to love these from Jag always. Uh, where do you see Scooter Jeanette being drafted next year? Please put some respect on his name. <laughs> Jag Law. God. <laughs> Take a guess at where he's ranked right now on the season. Uh, Top 20? 20? 24. 24. <laughs> he's got uh, 22 homers, four swipes. He's in 322. Uh, 82 runs, 84 RBI. He's going to be close to 90-95 in both those. Uh, OBP is 369. Uh, I mean, are we gonna? Ha- okay, Scooter Jeanette or Jose Altuve? Oh, give me a break! I'm taking Altuve. <laughs> Come on, saying, I'm just saying. Yeah. What do you do there? Well, I I think you know Scooter's done it for will, two years. We have to yes, we have yeah, to buy into it. And that's the now. thing. Everyone has said. Everyone, everyone in the offseason said. There's no way he repeats this. There's just no way. And he did. He just flat out did. He, not only did he repeat it, uh, he hit better, you know? So uh, I, I don't know. Uh, he's fairly consistent. I mean, what? okay, give me this, the Welsh. What second baseman are you taking over Scooter Jeanette next year? I mean, Jose Ramirez, obviously. Javier Baez, obviously. Okay. Um, Altuve is a good one. I'm taking Altuve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think this is a good one, Boggs. Whit Merrifield or Scooter Jeanette? Ooh, 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 ooh. Whit has 30 stolen bases, 11 homers, hitting 306. Scooter. You mean 20, the stolen bases, man? Yeah, Scooter's 22 homers, but Scooter is, it might, it looks like he's going to drop 90 on the runs and RBIs for the year while hitting 322. And that's playing with the Royals. You want to know something, too? There are nine guys. This is Yahoo, so it's a little bit skewed on position eligibility. Because, like, Rizzo's on here. But there are nine guys qualify at second base that are inside the top 100. You want to take Rizzo out? That's eight. Jeanette is the highest average of any of the guys. There's only one other guy that's hitting over... uh, Two guys that are hitting over 300 in this entire second base list. It is uh, Merrifield and Altuve. How about this? Um, This guy has been... Okay. Mm -hmm. This guy has been surging recently. Not the... Your numbers don't look nearly like scooters. When you say surging, it sounds perverted. surging. It sounds gross. Gross. Don't do that. Mm. Surging. Ew. How about discharge? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Rugi Odor or scooter. I think that's a good one. Um, yeah. Can, like, think about the the turnaround. Can you Rugi see had. these guys getting like? Uh, I could see Rugi going ahead of him. I'm not saying I would do it. I, but I, I see, see. I actually disagree. I actually dis- I think Scooter is going to be aggressively ranked next year, and I think I own more of Odor because I think he'll be lower than Scooter, and I think I'll I'll still avoid Scooter because I'll look at the options below him, and if guys like Merrifield and Odor 
take, I don't know, um, I don't know about Edwin Escobar, maybe Edwin Escobar, but if those guys are all below and come at values, I'm probably going to Scooter or Dozier? Ooh. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Scooter. Scooter or Dozier, yeah. Uh Torres. What about you? I'm going to take Scooter. Over Dozier? Yeah. Dozier got the stolen bases, but that average, literally a hundred point difference. Yeah. It feels it, this feels like he's falling off the cliff here. Uh, Glaber, Glaber's got twenty two bombs, three hundred fifty four at bats, five stolen bases, hitting two eighty. Yankees lineup. I'm probably taking Glaber. I think I'm taking Glaber too. Eduardo Escobar is a good one too. Yeah, I was saying him. I think I think Scooter. He's twenty four on the on the ranker right now. I'll bet you he's gonna sit around the fifties. I don't think he's going to get that Odor. Remember the Odor treatment where he went, Rugi was like, you know, 31 or something ranked. It was like right, last year. Right. I don't think he's going to get that treatment, but I think he's going to get that treatment right around the 50, 60 range. And if Merrifield can sit around 70, 80, what did we just talk about? Did we say top 75 when we had Gardner on? It, well, uh, you said top 75. I said I think he's going to be closer to 60. So you think Merrifield and Scooter are going to be really Actually, really no, we did say 75, but I think it's going to be ahead of that because of the 30 swipes. I think it's going to be in the 60s, Merrifield. I don't know, man. Here's the deal. Scooter deserves a lot of respect, and we he should does. acknowledge it. The two years is so huge for him this to be able why, to have repeated this. This is why he's going to be pushed down. And it has, to be, to be honest, I don't know that it has much to do with Scooter, but you can get... You can get most of these numbers. You can get everything but the average somewhere else. So people are going to see that and go, well, I can get 80 runs out of a scrub. I can get 20 homers out of a scrub. You can get everything but the batting average. And second base is fairly deep. I mean, we saw Jed Lowry uh, healthy the whole year, play great. Uh, we saw Jose Peraza stealing bases. Even Profar has some value with 15 and 10. Max Muncy hit 31 bombs. I got two for you. Know? you. Travis Shaw is going to qualify. Look at all these teams moving these guys over to second base, too. Okay, I got two for you. We're going to go out of position. We're going to stay middle infield, though. Scooter Jeanette or Gene Segura? Gene Segura hitting 315, nine homers, 20 stolen bases, 80 runs, and 60 RBIs. Segura does not own average. He does not own RBIs or homers here. They're almost I think they might be tied in runs. The only thing Segura has is stolen base and qualifying at shortstop. But I think he's so close at everything else that the shortstop eligibility plus the, the he's stolen not base, close I, at RBIs though or homers. Not RBIs. I mean, but homers. I could see him next year having a little bit of a surge and in them being more. So you're equal. taking Segura. I would take Segura, but okay. I mean, not by much. Here's so. this one then. Tim Anderson hitting only 251, but 18 homers, 25 stolen bases, almost 60 RBIs, and 71 runs. Tim Anderson just feels like the most empty stats ever. Yeah. Uh, and he's fallen off the cliff real bad in the second half, if I'm remembering correctly. So I, man, that's tough. I'm probably going to take the batting average. I'll take Scooter. I'll tell you, I could see myself passing on a guy like Segura if I was thinking about middle infield for Scooter. I don't know if I would take Scooter over Gene, but I think Scooter properly belongs in that 50 range, and I'm taking him over a lot of these shortstops I'm looking at. I'm taking Scooter over, taking him over Bogarts? No, I'll take Bogarts. I think I'm taking him over Bogarts. Yeah, I mean, maybe I should. I just can't do it. Take I him over Didi for sure. 
Um, I mean, not yeah. for sure. I shouldn't say for sure, but I think I'm doing it. No, I, I think you're doing that. Could, I mean, what is Didi hitting right now? I know he started out real hot, but what is it? Uh, but he's got 22 homers, 10 stolen bases, 70s in the RBIs and runs. Missed but he a was, bunch of time, too. He was also very front-loaded. Yeah, very, very front-loaded. I mean, what, he hit 13 homers in the first month, something yeah. like that? Look at that. Spend the most time. We spent more time talking about Scooter Jeanette than we did uh, Kate Upton. Is that enough respect? I think I that's think plenty so. of respect. We we anti-respected uh, Jessica Alba, but we gave you Scooter Jeanette. So give and take. There you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. That's the episode. Thank you guys very much for um, all of your interaction with us. We've got still all the episodes we're kind of going up to. We're going to pare down... I think maybe like what championship week or right before championship week. And all I mean by pair down is probably go to one and maybe that's right. going to be championship week. So just be on the lookout for that. Keep sending in your questions. And remember we will be doing the very, very early 2019 fantasy baseball mock draft. We're going to probably do it slow, which we're talking about here. So within the next week, we'll be filling that up. Fire it, that up on next Wednesday. Okay. So give uh, people some time to sign up. If you want to get in that one, like we said, first come first serve on it, but it would and be the first Lieutenant or higher to sign up. For exactly. The, the first new Lieutenant or higher to sign up. You automatically get thrown into that. Uh, otherwise we'll do our normal routine and we'll get the uh, other guys to jump in. Should we do a little bit of a bigger one or just stick to 12? Let's just stick to 12. Let's just do a normal. Okay. Sometimes I'm tempted because a lot of roto you guys. Do, and... How about this? How about we do one normal and we do one 15-man roto? Ooh, both slow drafts. Love it. Two slow drafts. Done. Boom. Done. Done. Look at that. We're going to do a roto and one regular, one crybaby. Yeah. Done. Oh, how about this too? That first person that signs up, they can join both. No one else can do both. Boom. Look Boom. at that. Look at that. Look at us. We're just we're swindling, making deals here. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so there you go. We'll have those. We'll be breaking those down. Don't say swindling. I don't know. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's just, you know me. I throw out words here. And uh, seeing hopefully they stick. So we'll have that in thisleague.com. We'll put up the uh, results when it's all set. We'll be obviously talking to you more about the hitters to uh, pick up, the pitchers, all that stuff. But just make sure you send in your questions. Those are going to be a heavy part of the episode. And uh, we're still giving you two so don't you go away yet. And check out Prospect One this week. James Anderson's joining me. We're going to kind of talk about in-season ranks, his last update, and then I will be prepping you guys for the Arizona Fall League, which is going to be incredible. That's Bogman. Let's go. I'm the Welsh. We're out of here. See ya. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.